Welcome to Niches and Bits. What's up, everybody? Um, it's your girl, Liz. How we doing tonight? Woo, we're doing great. Okay, awesome. Um, with me right now <laughs> in our podcast is Chris. Um, he is my boyfriend. And he's here, and we're going to be talking about what we've been up to in quarantine and other related news and life things, as you will. So with me today is Chris. He lives with me. He eats I with do? me. He breathes with Since me. Since when? You know, all that spangle. Um, would you like to say what you do? Oh, my name's Chris. I do nothing. Okay, great. So that's <laughs> his introduction. So what have we been up to in quarantine? As of late. Oh, for me, I've just been playing a lot of uh, video games. Um, a very specific one, Fallout 4. I've been just trying to level up my character and get all the XP I can at this moment, I guess. Because mm. there's literally nothing else to do because I don't want to go outside and get the Rona. Yeah, we don't want Miss Rona with us or no. inside us, <laughs> period. Um, Which is crazy because where we used to live it's so bad right now oh yeah there's 410 and then there's a i think it's two people that died from it two oh well they haven't confirmed like if it was related to it well it was probably related but they didn't say if that was the main death of cause or if it was like a secondary but they still count it as like a death of the corona or whatever because they still get it yeah because they had it as they died okay doesn't mean like they actually died from it it just means they had it when they passed so i've you're having a hard time aren't you with being doing nothing yeah i've never been this long doing nothing at home usually i have like uh i work all the time and it's pretty easy to go out and stuff and when i'm not working usually we go out and do certain things for me this is the first time that I guess I've had a little time off work to do nothing, and I've hadn't had that since I was like what in high school? Ye- no, middle school. No, yeah, middle school. Middle sc- no way. In high school, I had a job pretty much, uh, throughout most of high school. So, but even then, you still go to school. You don't just come home and or do- just wake up and be like, oh damn, I'm hungry. I should probably make myself something. It's usually like, oh damn, I'm fucking late for school. It's time to go to school. Wow. That's got to suck. I I loved being lazy in high school. And I remember we were taking a class and it was called Passages. I don't know if you remember because we went to the same high school. It was with my coach, my track and cross country cho- coach. Coach. No. Coach. Um, and I remember we were talking about being lazy. And some a girl commented like, I don't like being lazy because it feels like I'm being unproductive. And he said the comment, well, why do you have to be productive to be lazy? Why can't you just do nothing? Like, what's the problem with just doing nothing? And that always stuck to me because a lot of people right now aren't doing anything. And there are a lot of people that are doing something. But a majority of those people that aren't doing anything are going to feel some of that guilt And I keep seeing, because I'm on TikTok, and I keep seeing this video popping up. And it's what, when you're, like, post-COVID-19 jobs interviews will be like. And and they predict that interviewers will ask the question, like, what did you do to improve yourself in COVID-19? And essentially, it's like a trap. Because 
it's asking you, were you productive or were you lazy, quote unquote, okay. doing the thing. But it's such a stressful time. People people just aren't doing things because they just it's so stressful. And some of them have already experienced this amount of stress and anxiety. Some of them are new to this amount of stress and anxiety of like, we don't know what's going to happen. You've got to play everything by ear and adapt to the changes that some people just can't do things because it's hard to do something when you're feeling the way you're feeling. And that's what I'm, I'm seeing a lot people not doing anything and then people posting that they feel guilty about it. But I always think, why feel guilty about doing nothing? Like, cause again, like, why do we have, why do we drive such this, I think idea of being productive, especially during a crisis? Like, why are we driving that idea? Like of being productive? Like we have to constantly be doing things to validate our worth. And I think that's interesting that people are seeing that more and asking themselves that question. Well, I guess, yeah, that's for me, it feels that way that I have to do something to be productive. I don't like just like lazing around, I guess, because I guess it's just been so long since it's happened for me. Mm hmm that I'm just not used to it. And I think that's what a lot of people feel like. They're like, oh, what do I do now that I can't go to work or I have to be home all day or I can't go to the store as often and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, also, like, it's good that we don't go out because we don't want to spread this more than we already have. Right. Which is retarded because our uh, governor for Nebraska is opening up churches and not putting a limit on how many people can go to church. Like, you can have like 500 people in a church right now, which is the stupidest thing to do at the moment, especially how rapidly this is spreading mm -hmm. and how many deaths have occurred because of this. Right, yeah. And it's we don't even know the full extent of this yet, like virus. Yeah, um, I see a lot of people concerned about that. It's troubling as it is um but again those people have choices whether they want to take that risk of going to church or not and i mean our state is such a faith-based i think our state is very faith-based when it comes to the rural communities around oh, here definitely but once you get more going east towards the metropolitan areas it's not as much yeah i think a lot of those people want their routine back i hope that you know some bill will happen to put more restrictions. I mean, we already see some of those, like, people aren't allowed in parks around here. And, like, police are doing, like, patrolling. Yeah, which... they're kicking people out of parks and stuff. And then, like, the stores close at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's different. Um, it's a lot different. But, you know, at the same time, some of those people that argue for n normalcy are also they don't know what to do because they've never had something like this occur ever in their lives. So I think it's just more, they're scared. They're scared of the changes all come and they think everything should go back to normal because they think if everything goes back to normal, it'll be okay, but it won't be okay. So I think those people are having the hardest time coping with these changes. Well, that and they don't want the, oh, what is that called to go down? The curve. What's, are you flattening the, the curve? Is that what you're talking about? No, like the stock market and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Well, but I, I saw something. It said even if we go out, it's not going to stop the stock market from going down because of 
how many people have already like died and stuff because of this and getting sick and lost their jobs yeah the stock market's gonna go down either way there's no stopping that especially since this is such a big virus right now mm-hmm. they said there's no preventing the stock market and from jobs from going down to business and stuff like that which is true it's just everyone's trying to stay away from each other right now yeah I- i'm sure that pro- um i predict that this will change how we view healthcare and personal hygiene a lot in the future cuz i read a while back an article that 63 i think it was more than that like it was about washing hands and it said it was like 70s or 60 percentage around that range of men don't wash their hands mm-hmm. and some like the other percentage was like men that do wash their hands and then there was the same thing that they did for women but they even found women that didn't wash their hands had hands cleaner than those of men so i hope you know more hand washing will be something that's pushed harder for people <clears throat> men to do well they said this the the aids pandemic when that came out uh, before that, a lot of people weren't wearing condoms, and they were just, you know, being sexually active without any kind of protection at all. Mm-hmm. And they said as soon as that happened, then people started using them way more. So they predict because of this, it will change how we wash our hands and, like, people getting vaccinated and stuff like that. Because especially since, like, the anti-vax people are so lean back because everyone around them is getting vaccinated so it's less likely for them to get a certain infection or virus i should say yeah i think a lot of those anti-vaxxers um they have these weird misconceptions and it's i feel it's frustrating but uh at the most but it can't i the frustration i feel is not to the extent of what like the autism community must feel because a lot of the you know the poster things is like my child has i don't want my child getting autism it's like why is that such a bad thing like why why is that the worst thing that could happen wouldn't the worst thing be your kid be dead like is it that like is it that hard to you know take care of a special child yeah change the way you live and how you live your life yeah like change your lifestyle you're gonna do that anyways if you have a kid you're gonna change your life to accustom them anyways yeah because you know you made the agreement i will i want to have this child i i i I want to care for them i love them and you know you always hear the quote like i love them no matter what i love them no matter who they love blah, blah 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 and they say that i think you know to reassure themselves but it's it's a little white lie they're telling themselves because they do have you know they're 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 still people there's i mean even the parents they're still people that will still hold those prejudices unless they move forward in thinking because you know you hear the same thing like oh i love my kid no matter what their kid comes out to be trans or you know gay or lesbian and they're like you're not my you're not my child i don't love you and it's like you you did this for what why not why but why though why not like (laughs) yeah but i think some people actually mean it yeah, I but that's not, you know... The, it's but not going, always true, yeah. But going back to the thing with anti-vaxxers, there's this weird stigma, and I think they prey... I personally find that they prey on fears that 
women already have like they want their child to be healthy and happy that's 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 what every parent wants they want their child to be healthy and happy and so i feel i find that they prey on that fear and like turn it up so that way they're like i don't want my child having a vaccine and they manipulate and use their fear for their against them and that's awful that's sickening that you would do that to a person and use their own fear against them like why would you do that to somebody well, I believe that people listen to basically anything you say, like the anti-vax thing. And they, they don't – it's not true that kids get autism because they get vaccinated. That's not even a true thing. Yeah, right? they've done numerous studies saying that's not true. And then you'll be out there and be like, oh, every government official is a lizard person. This is why Donald Trump has a toupee and this is why his skin's orange, which is real because he is a lizard. No, I'm just kidding. But you say something – way ridiculous and you'll have like evidence that doesn't even like come together i guess or doesn't even sound right and people will be like oh my fucking god this man's a genius like i can't believe he figured this out before anybody else you know what i mean like you can you can come up with the most ridiculous religion and people will follow it no matter what like you'll get some type of following from it i believe there is a theory for that, and it has to do with, like, why people believe things that are debunked or deproven and mm-hmm. over and over. No, going back to being lazy, that sucks for you because I yeah. love being lazy. I love doing nothing. I've done this since high school, so it's not really a big change. I've been, I mean, I've been understimulated. Like, I mean, I have to... I have to click a few more buttons to find a show that, you know, that hits right. But other than that, um, being being lazy is just my thing. I'm, I'm very... I guess just some of us like to be more active than others. And, like, I still do, like, little hobbies still. But I don't know. It doesn't feel the same when you can do it any time of the day rather than oh, I only have a certain time to do this or I have one day to do this certain activity of mine that I like. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a... No, I don't know what you mean because I'm it's like a, It's like a little dessert you have after a meal. That's that's kind of how it feels like when you're not lazy and you get to do something that you... Um, yeah, but what's wrong with like being lazy? Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just... It's not for you. It, yeah. It's not for you. There's like, things you're, that are you're for... lazy hating on me, man. I'm feeling I'm a lot of energy. A lot of negative energy. I just want to be like, damn, I want to go outside or ride a skateboard or something. I mean, I like to do that too, but I mean, we probably could and not run into a bunch of people. Yeah, but you know, we live in an apartment with that. Like, uh, there's a bunch of windows. People could just be like, oh, poor lady. It's like, get your eyes off of me. It's like you can't hurt me. I live in my apartment. <laughs> True. It's like, yeah, it's true. I can't do anything to you, but you know, I can. I can stuff multi cheese in your vents if I wanted to. I don't. I don't recommend that. That sounds disgusting. Well, that's the whole point. That is, that's <laughs> the nasty. entire point. What? Am I gonna stick flowers in their vents? Because yeah. I, I hate them. No, I'm gonna stick multi cheese or Maybe nasty socks. They don't socks. like fl- the flower smell. Well, too bad. Beggars can't be choosers. But you know, it's just weird that people are being productive. I mean, it's not weird. Well, is it you. hard for you? I mean, like, what is hard about being lazy for you? 
Like, besides I, just I, not doing anything. Just that. Like, I feel like I should be doing something, but I'm not. Do you think you should be doing something because you were, you know, trained to do something with your time? Yeah, like, I guess so, because... You gotta fight that, man. You gotta fight it. Like, my parents worked a lot when I was growing up, and they were always busy. Um, so, that's I guess that's how it feels like. Especially because we grew up with not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, both of my parents had to work fairly hard to, you know, sustain their way of living or make enough to feed us or whatever. Mm-hmm. To pay rent. Things like that. So, it's just, oh, I should probably be doing something. You know? So you so you never got to see them take a break. Yes. So for you it was just I have to continually work. I don't get a break. See, your parents really do influence who you are as a person. Even if they don't say anything? Yeah. That's true. I mean, my mom works and then the day she don't work, she pretty much cleans all day. So she's always doing something. And then she cuts hair on the side of that, so you need to give your mom a break this Mother's Day. You should send her a spa card or something. You can't go to spas right now, okay, though. Okay, well, you should send her something. like Mother Day's literally in a few days. It's like in six days? Yeah, six days. Yeah, it's literally next Sunday. But, yeah, it's kind of hard to give her something that she can just stay home with. Usually, I just, like, for Mother's Day, I usually give her, like, a card and flowers and some, like, candy or something, some chocolates. That's cute. That's usually what I do. Like not not like original, but that's cute. I mean, it shows you. Care. I know, I know. I was just teasing. I was just teasing. But yeah, no. I think as long as you show your mom that you care and you don't forget about Mother's Day, which I've had before. I believe that. And especially the one I forget the most is Father's Day. <laughs> I, I think that's that. a lot of people though. Do you, do you ever forget Mother's or Father's Day? Uh, I don't forget. You know what? I forget both because my memory is awful. I mean, you could ask me what I ate last week. I have no clue what I ate last week. You can ask me what I'm going to tomorrow. It's like, I don't know her. I don't know what she's doing tomorrow. That's not my, that's not my business. It was a lot easier in school to keep up with this because they would mention when Mother's and Father's Day was. Yeah. They would. Um, like, literally, I'd probably forget my own birthday if people didn't know my birthday. I'll be 100% honest. Like, for me, I don't care too much that it's my birthday. But I do care if it's, like, my mom's or my sister's or yours or my brother's birthday. I care more about their birthday, I guess, than I do my own. Oh. Uh, do you ever have that feeling? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? You don't know what? I guess it's just. It's hard for like for you to carry yourself. We're yeah, going in I the deeper so. level. We're going. Oh, we're going. we can we can get go away from this. We're I guess. Going, done. But no, I want to go back to the parents affecting. Um, you know, I don't think I had that same experience like you did with your parents, like I did, because I didn't find that. Well, if you look at my parents and look at me in terms of personality traits, <laughs> it's very hard to see yeah. who affected me more. Because I was in my own little world. I really was. And my mom, she even said that I was very talkative when I was young. I would just talk to strangers. Again, don't know how I didn't get stolen when I was a kid. Didn't get don't know kidnapped. how I, Yeah, I don't know how I wasn't well, a, 
But no, uh, I still don't understand how I was not a milk carton child because I would wander into people's yards as a kid. I would have my little backpack and my snacks. I would walk wherever I wanted. And it's like I would talk to whoever I wanted. And it's to me to this day, how was I not kidnapped? I mean, someone could have told me, hey, I know your mom. I would be like, oh, okay. And they'd be like, yeah, here, I'll give you a ride. I'm like, oh, okay. It's probably because you were such a loud child. They're like, damn, I really don't want to take this loud, annoying-ass child away. Well, that and uh, I was, I'm, I, am, I still have a very kind of trusting heart. Like, not going to lie. But that's probably why they didn't kidnap you, though. Because I was loud as fuck. So they'll be like, She's why are you guys like- kidnapping me? And then oh, yeah. the, 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 the cops would come and shit, and they'd be like, damn, this girl was loud enough That's to true. hear through this fucking van. That's very true. You don't want to kidnap a loud child, you want a quiet one. Now, this isn't, this is just <laughs> stating the facts, not. But this is saying go and kidnap someone's yeah. child. That's terrible. Um, But no, my mom has, I mean, I know I'm stubborn, but I don't know who I got that from because they're both stubborn as hell. So both of them, probably. Probably, but. Other than that, I don't really know what personally. I mean, I, you've met my parents. Yes. I can't see myself in them because they're my parents. But is there something you have seen in me? Well, you like growing plants, and your dad does the same thing, I guess. Okay, but that's, like, something I like. I meant, like, a personality trait or something, like, like a work ethic like you had with your parents. Like, Well, it's different for me. I was the oldest. Yeah, what about it? That I was the I was there first child so yeah and you had brothers to influence you also i didn't have brothers or anyone around like that to influence me besides oh my, my god parents. you're so right <laughs> so it's a lot different it's like if your brother shows you anime or something you'll probably be influenced to watch more things cool. like that i'm not saying that's what they showed you but i'm saying if they did, you would be influenced to watch it. Because me and my brother found... I found Dragon Ball Z before my brother did. Mm-hmm. And I showed him. And he was more influenced by me to watch it because we would watch it together and stuff. Mm. It's like a little bonding thing. Yeah, definitely. No, I w- it would be... Uh, he would watch something and I would take it away from him. And I'd be like, it's my turn to watch something now. Because <laughs> I'm the oldest, you know? Aren't you the nice? Aren't you nice? Oh, very nice. Isn't the oldest supposed to be the caring Fuck one? no. <laughs> what do you mean? Was your oldest brother the caring one? You know, I don't know because I was like five years old when he went and graduated college. There was a big year gap between oh, that's true. them two, like my two oldest brothers, and then my brother Carlos is like your age, actually. Yeah. Um, But there's like a 10-year gap even between him and them. And then me and him is like 10 years, I think. Is it 10? I'm 20. You and Carlos? Oh, no. It's like a couple of years. It's like two or three. Yeah. It's like two or like, yeah, around that. And then between me and Gabriel is like six. Anyway, yeah. So we had a lot of years between us. And it's kind of interesting considering that we like the eras are so different considering where you grew up, how you grew up. So my brothers were like. My two older brothers, 90s kids. That's who they are. Me, like, 2000s. Gabriel, Gen Z for sure. And it's weird considering, like, we're all related. And, oh, how, I mean, 
Oh, it's crazy to me. The age gap between you guys. Yeah, because even the attitudes and values that we hold are very different between the two. However, um, I was disappointed to find that they, they had the same attitude of like, you guys, this generation are lazy. You guys don't care. And it's like, didn't they say the same stuff about you guys? Why are you doing the same thing to us? Why y'all sound like you're boomers? And they're 30. Why y'all sound like boomers right now? Well, like you're Sometimes so- they be booming. <laughs> and it's like, why? <laughs> Fucking boomer. Uh, anyways, your sister-in-law, though, has met. She did say she met a couple like lazy kids where she works that they think everything should just be given to them. Yeah. Which I'd... I've you look at any generation, there's always going to be people like that. Yeah. No matter that what. Is, that is exactly true. And I feel sometimes they use those as like the the model of the whole thing. And I feel like that's very unfair. Um, It's frustrating, too, because also it also depends on your social class. Like, let's be honest here. There is a social class here in the U.S. Whether we say there is or isn't, there is. Like, period. Uh, And it's, like, you know, obviously generated by, like, income wealth. And sometimes race. Yeah, income and race, too. And those things factor in what kind of person you are as you grow up. If you grow up in the environment of, like, parents that are always working, they help you, they give you goals. Yeah, you're going to grow up with goals. And you're going to be hard-driven to want to work hard at things. But if you grow up where parents are like, you never see them, you don't have really any role models to look up to, um, you have your own card, you have everything, um, you might not have that much drive. That's not saying you won't, but you probably, there's less likelihood of you having that drive if you're already, everything's at your expense, at your disposal. And, I mean, the same thing can be said for people who are poor. Like, if your parents don't have goals, you don't see them, or you don't feel any drive, you're like, and you don't have those values instilled in you, and you see no point in, like, trying, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna try. And it's, it's, I mean, obviously, one has it harder than the other because there's generational poverty. People are born into poverty and it's harder to get out of poverty definitely because that's not so you can't just be like i'm gonna get a job it's like you need skills and sometimes around those districts and areas that people live in those skills and resources aren't available because a lot of schools are based on district taxes so it's you know obviously if you live in a wealthy neighborhood that school's gonna be great but if you live in a poor neighborhood that school's not going to do so good and that's not really fair because some have less opportunity to excel and have the resources available to them while others do so uh, it that's why like you said all of that is present in every generation like no generation special the only thing dividing us is like timelines yeah well and I'm... that and i find that it does worse if we i find that it's no different than dividing like dividing like our race is like our race is better you're like no like having a generational divide or a class divide is exactly what you know those one percent want they want us to fight amongst ourselves i think they want us to fight amongst ourselves because you know if we're too busy at each other's necks we're not gonna be busy what's happening at the top right and the class division too like there are moms that don't want their kids playing with other kids because 
Uh, we don't we don't know what they're like. We don't want them playing with our kids. We don't know what they're like. It's like, wh- what's so different? They're kids. Who cares? I mean, when you're a kid, it is different because, like, a lot of people out the, like, weird kids, I guess. Well, they make themselves known. When they're Naruto running and down the hallways, we don't out them. (laughs) They make themselves known, okay? Oh, God. And, you know, you see those, you see that in a lot of those values that those parents have. You can see it, what kind of values a parent has by looking at their kids when they're in elementary. If your kid is, like, of something, and a parent, like, you know, like... No, I, knew, I really don't. So it's kind of like the same concept of, like, racism. A lot of that is instilled by parents. If there's a kid and, you know, he's not playing with a black kid because his parents said, like, don't be playing with them, then they're going to, oh, you know, okay. yeah, I got have you. that, oh, my parents said I shouldn't, so I won't because they're bad. It's like, why? The kid, obviously is too young to comprehend what's going on. Yeah. I'm not saying that the kids are dumb, but they don't understand the the bigger picture. Well, even they're just, they, you know, my parent is always right. And you know, there has to be, a, there's that point after a kid grows up, there has to be a divide. And I think kids should question what their parents believe in. You shouldn't always accept what your parents believe because you're your own person. They're their own person. And yes, you should, you know, take their advice when it's, like, you know, when needed. But you shouldn't listen to or, you know, hold their values because you're your own person. And I feel a lot of kids who are now adults or teens still hold the same beliefs that their parents believe, and they don't question why they hold them. And I feel that's dangerous because it's, like, question it. You're not questioning authority. Like, you should question your parents' authority, like, who are they to say who you hang out with? Within good reason, of course. Right. Well, when you're a kid, you don't really want to... I guess you don't want to be told what to do sometimes, too. So that... Plays into part. Yeah. Because I remember... Uh, my parents didn't really tell me who to play with, but... No, my parents didn't either. They didn't care. So I don't understand parents who tell their kids who to play with and who not to play with. That's so weird to me. Because... You know, I I just hung out with everybody, but like, those weird kids, they made their own group. They made their own home Those group. weird kids? They made their own group. They made their own group. Are you saying you weren't a weird kid? You know what? I was in my friend group, but I blended in very well. With your friend group, you're saying? Yes, because I find it's hard for me to be the person I am because I always constantly seek to blend in with other people. So it's always like, uh, what? But, uh, no, those weird kids, they're the ones that do the Naruto run, wore the trench coats, you know. <laughs> and not hating on them or anything. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just they were on another level. And I couldn't, I, you know, you just can't vibe with them sometimes. They're just on a different level. And some of those kids are, like, super successful now. Like, coding, engineering, software creating. I don't know development. what you call it. Yeah, software development. They be doing stuff like that because they were ahead at the time. They they were ahead. Some of them game designer, game players, uh, creating things. So you know, high school isn't. I mean, yeah, you'll be labeled something, but it's not everything. What you'll be if you let high school label you, 
who you are that i mean that's all you're gonna ever gonna be in life if you let other people define you that is true because you know you got to break out of the molds you got to be you you got to be your own person because who's to say who you're supposed to be and that's why i say question your parents because if your parents keep constantly telling you why are you gonna do that like you're so much smarter than something else like why would you waste your talents it's like why are you telling me what to do though because i remember once my parents i told them i wanted to be an artist it was a big language barrier actually that caused it because when i said i wanted to be an artista Uh well in spanish that means you want to be a musician or a singer but in english okay so the in english i mean it can be it can be it's more broader yes but it's mainly, you know, artista, like artist for, like for drawing singing. And, so okay. in English, that's, you know, drawing and all that. But in Spanish, and my mom laughed at me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you laughing? And then my brother was there. And then I remember I went upstairs. Oh, what was that? I was crying or something. And my dad was like, why are you crying? And I was like, <gasps> and then I ran. And then I had like a full-blown panic attack, crying, heaving, breathing. I couldn't, ah. And I was, like, in my room, in my little closet, in a corner. Because I was, like, why do you do this? Why do you have to cry? Going through emotions. You know, high school stuff. And my brother came up. And was, like, what's up? What's going on? And I was, like, and I was, like, and he was, like, and then he went out and told my parents off. He's, like, why do you do this to her? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was, like, yeah. So, that was, like, kind of weird. And they were, like, what? And then, Yeah. Language barriers can fuck you up, man. You have, no, I mean, sometimes when there's a language barrier, it's hard to communicate how you really feel with your parents. Sometimes, even if you do speak their mother tongue, it's very hard to communicate how you feel. Well, because it doesn't always translate well. That's yeah. the thing. And also, each language within a culture has its own meanings and you know significance and the right. you know like I guess unwritten rules like. In Spanish, saying te amo is, like, super serious. Like, you don't just say that, I don't know, where, like, here in America, you just say, I love you so much. But, like, in Spanish, it has, like, so much weight to it. So you don't want to, you know, it's kind of like you don't say it unless you really, really mean it, you know. It's like, te amo, cariño. And it's like, oh! oh my god they said that oh my god did you hear that they said that and it's just super it has a lot of weight just like in in japanese like saying i love you there that's why they don't say it a lot apparently because it has a lot of weight to it too but over here in america we say like for everything you're like god damn i love this fucking pizza and stuff like that yeah because you know like i love my dog and i'll say that's one thing i like about the american english language because we just say i love you for anything and i love that i I just like it because you can see say i love this i love this and it's you know it's just you saying i love this so much it's just like say you can say it as many times as you want say as less times as you want you can say it so much you can yell it as much and i i love that i love that you can say i love this without any restraint Instead of saying, oh, I like that. It's like, no, I love this. I love that. I love loving. Like, I love tender care. I love it. (laughs) I do. Like, I'll be reading stories and there'll be some cute stuff in there. Or I'll be watching a show and there'll be cute shit. And they're, like, holding and they're, like, 
tenderly holding each other and they're like touching faces and they're like saying some i don't know some random deep stuff that writers put in shows you know like you know the universe and the skies could never compare to your lovely eyes oh my god i just i did that i did that i did that randomly did you see that i just thought yeah, I did. I did that <laughs> randomly. I just thought that I am a poet. But anyway, they'll be I saying, would never say that. They'll be saying that. And then people will be like, oh, my God, that's so deep. And then they'll be holding each other. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cringe. But, oh, it's so cute. But ugh, that's that's just me. I love loving. I love people expressing their love. It's is this. I mean, because I feel that we have this thing that you shouldn't show you love a lot because then it's obsessive or too much like yeah it's obsessive that they have a lock of your hair and a your spit in a jar no, that's just being crazy but, uh, no it's obsessive that's crazy shit i don't know about that but uh yeah that that's that's obsessive but if you're like if if you're holding them if you are tenderly caring for them love i think we should love show love show love more i i think we should show love more because it's underrated sometimes it's too underrated well thank you chris for coming on air yeah um till next time on niches and bits do 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 do